All right, let's do it. Hello, beautiful people. I got another 10-day contract with the pod. Welcome to No Dice Podcast. Today we got on deck Bachelor, which I know nothing about, so I'm not going to talk about it. We got adult stuff. Um, I'm kind of an adult. I know a little bit. I'll talk about that a little bit, as well as everybody else. Super Bowl, Packers, four things on deck. We got Kyle, long hair, hippie phase Baron, Brannigan, Florida guy, and our favorite beer manager, Jacob Smurz, who might be getting a new job recently at my bank, Educators Credit Union. Hey, there we go. There we go. Welcome back, to everyone. Let's just hop right in it. The Bachelor, heavy hitter this week. Our favorite girl got sent home, Victoria, the worst person in the world, was just there because the producers has now been sent home. I'm so happy. I I think the pr- production was like, they're catching on. We got to expose this girl. Time for her to be blown up. And it just worked so beautifully. She tried to deny, 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 and it did not work for her. Yeah. It's just, I mean, an absolute... Sorry, sorry, let's go ahead. I mean, there's about four girls right now who are, or three of them went home already, and one's really in the doghouse and is going to be sent home next week because of the bullying that they did. Victoria needed to go home. I'm getting, she, 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 she played her role in the course of the game, but it's, you know, we're getting to the second half. There's some players that just don't play, you know, end of the bench guys get in at the end of the first half. Maybe somebody's in foul trouble. Clean it up a little bit. You know, you, you're getting down to the late third quarter, beginning of the fourth. Those guys aren't seeing – they're not seeing the light of day. Like, it's about time Victoria got sent home. Anna just kind of got caught in the crossfire. But, I mean, I really didn't like her anyway. So, Thanasis, no ki- Anna Kupo has to get out of the game, you know. She is the Thanasis. Right. Exactly. Like, there's – I don't know. There's There's no complaints. Both of them got sent home. Both of them were, I think, really disliked universally. And so, I don't know. Smurs, why don't you break down what actually happened in the episode? Then we'll, we can go through it, and then we'll give our top three. All right. So, Rachel went on her first date. Matt was a total gentleman. Liquor shopping. Probably not with his own money. So, we'll asterisk that. The producers in the show probably bought her all those stuff. Took her dress shopping, but bought her. And Brownie will back me up on these some dope shoes. Some red bottoms. Red bottom Louboutins. Yeah, that, that made me so happy. That was awesome. And then she came back in, and uh, all the other girls were like, What? Oh, I'm so fucking jealous. Like, oh, okay. And then they went on a group date, and MJ got called out for bullying other people. And then MJ and Serena—not Serena, I don't know her name. Yesenia. Yesenia, Yesenia. Yeah, she. They got into it, and then at the end, basically, is going to be they both talking to Matt, and there's one rose. So one of them's going home, most likely MJ. But and then Brandon's girl Kit got a one-on-one, and they. Baked cookies. I mean, just a romantic day. Spent it at home, baking cookies. I enjoyed that date. Uh, she obviously likes cooking. She said her favorite thing to do was cook with her mom, and he was listening. Yeah, Brownie and I think him. he pulled off a good date. 
Yeah, he doesn't pull off any of these dates. They give him like what to do. I did notice that he decided to continue to wear turtlenecks, which was very aggressive. But I did see on um, something on Instagram, there's people saying, why is he wearing so many turtlenecks now? Did I start it? Maybe, you know, whatever. But people are starting to notice that he is wearing too many turtlenecks. And one time he didn't wear a turtleneck and he chose some just, just terrible looking shirt. I think it was like a sweater or something like that. Terrible. Just God awful. I get why he wears turtlenecks. I don't know if he has a phobia of showing people his neck. You know, maybe he's a long neck guy, but he's wearing too many turtlenecks. Like the entire episode, he chose one time to not wear a turtleneck. And you could just tell he's like, fuck, that was the wrong choice. Bad choice. I'm just waiting for Sarah to come back on there. I'm just waiting for the one time when like Sarah comes back and everyone's just like, fuck this girl. And then it's just going to get heated. Does anybody know why during the group date they like what kind of a group date like they showed them shoveling shit and they're like okay like let's see who can work on a farm the best and then they like barely showed anything they showed like two scenes of it and then they just kind of like okay well that's the end what kind like I'm getting into some conspiracy theories on Instagram and on Twitter for like the bachelor. So if that tells you how my mental state is during the pandemic, but they're saying that there's some like fake person or something like that, that they're trying to cut out. I was here for it. Like I liked the idea that, that they're trying to get one past me, but they just completely ignored the date overall. They tried to show MJ like what once or twice or something like that. And then they're like, well, this was a complete waste of time for the date. I'm glad we aired five minutes of it. It probably took a lot of money and a lot of time to plan. I went into that like when I watched it and MJ got some screen time and I was like, oh, is MJ turning the page? Like I was like, maybe MJ's going to get some real time. Wrong. Couldn't be more wrong. She's fucked. MJ is turning heel. That was, that was just a bad group date overall. And for her to, she, she made a point to try to be like out in front and get herself noticed on this date, but it was just like, not the date for her to do that because it was a lot of like farm work and she doesn't seem like the type. I couldn't she was believe terrified of the chickens. I couldn't believe that they didn't tell them to like wear appropriate gear. Like there's no yeah. way that these girls are not going to still dress up and look good if that was their like one fear, but there's girls showing up in like heels and stuff. And they're like, well, why can't you just like, give us a heads up. Maybe don't wear high heels to a farm. Like just give me, a breakdown of what generally we could be doing. I th- I really think they missed the boat on that one. Yeah, I get it. It's supposed to be a surprise, but like, hey, how about like a heads up, like, hey, jeans and some tennis shoes today, like <laughs> something like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, but then yeah, Smurfs, are you done with? What was it Smurfs? Are you done with NJ yet? Done with MJ? Yeah. Uh, my top girl's Abigail. Uh, she's a sweetheart. She won my heart over this week. You know, I'll go up to Matt. Got a rose already, so I'm good. Not going into the rose ceremony. All good. Just living another week. Yeah, MJ, MJ is starting to – she's doing the ultimate pro wrestler move, good guys turning heel. And you know what? I'm interested. You got my eyeballs on the screen. Do something with it, okay? I want to see – they better keep her around. That's going to be ridiculous if they send her home. Or maybe they can send her home and bring her back. But 
she's too right now she's gotten too much airtime. She's not going home. No. She's not going home. Mark my words. No, she's going home. No, you, that is a completely terrible. They're not going to air her this. There's no, there's no main character left in the show. Like Rachel is, I like, I like Rachel the best, but Rachel Katie. is not. Who? Katie has a main. Katie. Katie. You can't I have one. Katie. Katie's a nice person. You can't have one nice. Per- like she's in the house saying, like, stop bullying people. Like, who wants to watch that? That's ridiculous. Like, like, there's always going to be drama. There's going to be drama continuing to happen every single week. <laughs> Because these girls are fucking psycho. If that was true, they wouldn't have plants in there to, like, they wouldn't have people specifically in there to stir it up. There was no drama for a long time, and people were really getting along. And then people, they were just so bad at it that people caught wind that this girl is clearly not here to be part of the show. And so now they have to send her home. Like, they really force their hands. Like, it's like if a regular actor gets, like, caught, like, with five DUIs in between them airing and then their character suddenly die, like dies off in the series. Like, Oh, I wonder what happened. Like, no, they just like, this is very obviously not the character. This is the actor or the actress. Like it, there's no way that MJ is getting sent home. Look at the people who have screen time. Look at the people that don't get screen time. Ab- or, um, Abigail gets a little bit of screen time. Rachel gets a little bit of screen time. Who gets the majority of the screen time? what Anna Victoria and MJ they're not sending all three of these people home in one swift kick to try to pretend like Matt cares about bullying like that's just that's just not gonna happen Rachel doesn't have the personality to be the main character of the show Matt clearly doesn't like just an absolute tin man out there and there's just no other girls that are even close to being like there's just no there's nobody that's there to stir the pot MJ stirs the pot she's not going home Again? You plead actually a very good case. You do plead a good case on that. I was surprised that Mari went home. It, it kind of like they were doing the roses and all of a sudden it just like they were done and Mari didn't have a rose. And I was like, oh, okay. I just thought she was more, like you said, a main character, but I guess not. The more I watch it, and I've been told this before, but now I was like, okay, whatever. But the usually the girls that talk during the rose ceremony usually stay. Like during like the first couple episodes, usually they will stay because they're not again, like KB said, they're not gonna get airtime the girls that they are gonna have on. So that's true, but when Victoria really went home, she had the entire airtime. Yeah, but that's just because Victoria always got it, you know. There's it's happened all the time. True. I, I hope that I hope the new thing now is not to like go to Matt every time there's somebody being mean. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. But you know what will stir the pot, KB? It always does. Was, you have you realized how much they actually drink? Like cheersing. Yeah, every lovely. day. Yeah, every day. Yeah, I don't know. I like the. Not- I would like to be in the room because I notice they take do a lot of different angles on the cheers, and so it's somebody else cheersing. I've never been in a room where everybody is like cheers and then takes a sip. And then you kind of wait two seconds. Somebody else does like a cheers, wait two seconds. Then like Matt is like, okay, like let's do a cheers. Like that's just, this, that's not a normal thing. And it's ridiculous to do. It's like in, um, it's like the office episode where Andy has whatever that like party for himself. And they have like four fucking people all toast to him. And he's like, Oh, come on guys. Like, it's very weird to do this. Like I hate it. It's they, they cheers 
um during the rose ceremony like right before the rose ceremony they do it on all like the group dates and they do it um if they're ever like in like if matt ever has to talk to them they're like okay well let's just cheers to show that we're like you know still friends yeah but there's always drinks in the there's always like no matter what cocktails wine always has been but there's never beer you ever realize that it's never beer it's only wine and liquor well yeah i mean i don't know I don't, none of yeah, these they don't, they ladies, don't want them all pounding beers down. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's never beer. I don't think Miller Lite is sponsoring the show, like Jersey Shore. But, like, White Claw? Like, no girls in White Claw or anything? <laughs> no, they're all past that age. I'm just saying. I'm saying dude. At what point, like, at what point you... We'll, we'll, we'll go into this. At what point, like, can you stop, like going over like like what point are you gonna get over white club what point are you gonna not drink as much like what point do you have to cut down on your drinking like all that stuff like, what, you know what i mean for yeah. me like i still drink because i can't drink beer anymore like ca- casually i always drink white club and i mean yeah it's expensive and i usually couldn't afford it back at school but like now now that I can afford it, boom! I'll buy white claw. I'll buy the not like the top of the line stuff. Mister Murphy. Oh yeah, I'm tired. I think the white claws are are fine. <clears throat> for, I don't know why there's such a camps culture about it. Um, you're like you're not a pussy for drinking white claw. First of all, it's it's a lot of alcohol content, and they taste great. You know, <laughs> um, I think it, I don't know. I only don't drink as much because I I'm not around people that drink really. You know, and I'm just gonna you know, pound 12 beers by myself. That's kind of lame. Um, it's kind of like a, a one thing for everybody. It's, it's almost like a looks thing when you go to the bar, and you see someone absolutely hammered out of their mind and they look like 40. You're like, all right, that guy's a dick. Um, it's almost got to, you got to have like that look like, okay, like it's acceptable for you to be super drunk at this bar right now. I don't know. Maybe that's like a 30 year old thing where it's kind of like, why don't you have a wife and kids at home? Like, why are you here right now? Like 30 is kind of like that age, but I don't know if it's like a, a hard 30 because, you know, some people like looks like super old. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I... COVID, sorry, COVID plays a major, like a major factor that we're not really thinking like, um, like I know, like you basically go from college drinking all the time, nonstop. Then you graduate and you're like, holy shit, I have money. I can buy whatever booze I want. And then, but you're still drinking. You still know people in college. Like you're still of that same exact mindset. Give it like a year, two years of like going to work and you hate being hung over on like a Wednesday morning. Then like, it starts to kind of like kick in a little bit, but like you can still go to, you still go to bars like Friday and Saturday nights. Like you still go out or like, if you want to go downtown or even like you go to like more local bars or something like that. That's still a very regular thing that this past year we haven't been able to do. So like, you have to fact it, like imagine COVID doesn't exist. Like whenever COVID is done, like what's the except because how many people are living at home right now? How many people like our entire friend group moved all the way across the state, branding it across the country. Like, like you said, you're not just going to drink at home by yourself that often. And there's just, there's not a meeting point to go drink at anymore. Like I'm not going to be sitting in my parents' basement, just like getting hammered by myself, you know, like that's not going to happen. So take COVID out, 
what age is it like what age do i do i have to stop drinking quantity like where it's like okay like tonight i'm trying to drink 10 beers just because i want to try to drink 10 beers yeah or like whenever you have whenever you have to get a job and get up in the morning i'd say you can go to class if i'm over or whatever you know yeah take some notes because you can sleep Like going to work and working an eight hour, nine hour, ten hour workday with a pounding headache, the feeling that you're gonna throw up is fucking terrible. And I still do it. Like I'll, I'll still do it, and I'm like, I fucking hate myself. Like, I've reached the age where I feel like I shouldn't be consistently drinking as much as I do. But like KB said, like with COVID, like I live with a roommate with my friend, and then. Our bodies look two minutes on the road. So we're consistently doing stuff with them and just getting obliterated on the weekends. And I mean, it's still fun, but like you wake up on Sunday and Sundays are just fucking terrible. So the weekends are now for getting things done. Like on, on like Friday, when I'm figuring, like my parents will ask me, they'll be like, you got anything going on this weekend? I'd be like, nope, I'm excited. <laughs> I get to sit at home and it's like, What's what's your ideal Saturday morning? Well, first of all, I'm not hungover. That's a huge one. Second of all, I'm probably going to like do some laundry. I'm probably going to like see what's on TV, have that in the background, like have some soccer game on in the background that I know nothing about, but like to pretend. And then I'm probably going to finish off some dishes, probably make a killer breakfast. I'm going to put fruit out there. I might fuck around with some OJ, but that's that like I, that's my ideal saturday morning you can't do that hungover a and b by like four o'clock i want to take a nap and then i want to wake up and then i like i want to enjoy my entire day while not being brutally hungover for like it just ruins the weekend then you wake up sunday and sunday if you're not hungover it's the best day of the week it's incredible because you probably got a lot of your stuff done saturday sunday you wake up you're like holy shit i can do whatever i want now you probably make another good breakfast all your like all of your chores and things that you need to do for yourself. Like it's not your parents yelling at you. It's like, well, I would like a clean shirt tomorrow. So I should probably do laundry. That stuff's already done. You don't like, you don't have homework cause you're not in school. And if it's football season, you, you have hit bliss. You're now in Nirvana. And being an adult and it's time to enter into the elite company and I'm ready for it. Is there a slow transition in, into uh, being hungover on Sunday and then you cut that out and now you're just hungover on Saturday instead of both days? Does that go kind of along the line, I would say? <laughs> I would say you so. Know, it's like, to, like on Saturday, I'm probably going to be hungover, but not Sunday. I think I've hit that. Like I, yeah. I can't do both days anymore, but like one day I can fit in still. But maybe when I'm 30, like no days hungover, which doesn't sound very fun, but also much better kind of fun still because i'm not hungover i mean i also think you, you that, also can't get together with friends yeah shut up smears <laughs> yeah you're not you're not absolutely you also going can't... out every weekend and hitting up with friends like you're probably going to be married with a wife or with kids like you like that's happening you're not going to just get obliterated when you're when your kids go to bed at 30 years old wake up in the <laughs> wake in the morning on the fucking toilet and your wife's like, hey, Jacob, you strip all over the <laughs> toilet again. I'm like, oh, what happened? 
<laughs> it's just that's not how it's not it's gonna happen when I'm 30 years old. You ever seen your dad hungover before? It's yeah, not, I would. It's not, I would it's say it's not a fun thing. <laughs> no, it's not. I would say 30s or whenever you have bigger obligations because 20s is your prime. So you you can still event and drink like drink for the game, go to the bar. You know what I mean? Like, and always rise to the occasion. If you're getting challenged or you're getting invited, take that invite. <laughs> at yeah. this point but i guess yeah 30s would be my guess or of course if your life starts earlier whenever your responsibilities become more important than getting drunk well so like at 30 years old what do you think is like a good amount of like your top alcohol for a week like that's not including like weekends with like weddings and shit like a normal a normal week like oh seven, well seven I'm eight ten get out of my mind just because but seven to ten on what just a regular a, weekend for a full week for a full week for a, week, oh. for a whole <laughs> entire week okay yeah I, 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 on that week. I would think that it is like i'm not i i would definitely like once once you're out of school cut out the week weekday drinking but uh there's nothing wrong with the weekend Maybe. Does it like in your in your twenties? I feel like it's obviously like it, it goes from drinking every day, like on the weekdays to weekends. So it's like you're going out, you're hanging with your friends. It's like I I have nothing going on. It's fine, and you're just having a ton of fun. When you get to your thirties, you probably have a kid, realistically, or you know something's close. Like you you got some sort of responsibility, and. Like, I'm a huge routine guy because routines are fucking sick. Anybody that's not a routine guy is just living life, life carelessly, can't handle it. I cannot handle no routines. I do the exact, I eat the same thing every day. Like, I do the exact same thing every single day. Yeah, there's people, I don't, I don't get you guys. But I'm a routine person every day. Then, like, Saturdays are still your days. Fridays and Saturdays are the days. I do love the dad that gets off of work, comes home, and it's just like, you know what? I earned it this week. Friday, Friday's my night. You have a few and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling good, but you're not like, you know, you're not really pushing any boundaries of, you know, like if you're, if you're blacking out more than like, 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 I don't know, once every few months, I think that's a lot. Yeah. That's like, that's a lot. I agree. I think if you're blacking out more than once a year after you're like, yeah, that's, that's, go that's year a lot. Too. Once you're that's- at school, one, one a year. <laughs> Once you're out of school, I black out every like once a month. Now? Fridays yeah. Fridays are the move. Fridays yeah. are the move. You got the angst of the week out of you. You're you're ready to rumble. Saturday is kind of like I've already kind of for, I've slept on it. I've forgotten about the week. It's just you just drink with like a vengeance on Friday. Yeah. It's you're just really more like emotions. <laughs> also the the worst is not having a weekend that lines up with everybody else's weekend yeah because like i've had it where my days off are like monday tuesday and that's just the worst because i'm like yeah guys it's monday <laughs> and everyone else is like dude it's monday what, what are you a psycho I'm like no it's my day off monday's blow <laughs> well speaking of stuff that's like too old to do just along with drinking, there's other things like you don't want to be like the weird old person that's like still hanging on. And like, we're definitely not there now. Like 20s are like real prime time territory for your life. But there will become a time 
where you are too old to like listen to new music. Like there's going to be a point where you're going to be the person at the bar. You're probably going to be like, you're the 30 or 40 year old guy that's hammered at the bar that sees Jack. And he's just like, what's up guy. Like you're, you're probably on steroids. You definitely have a very deep V shirt. You're wearing some nice jeans, of course, bedazzled pockets. And like, you're just kind of like, you know, head nodding along. And then Jack looks up and he's like, this is Megan the Stallion playing. This is not your music, my guy. Like, when's the point where you, you feel like you're that person? What age do you have to really shut it down and say, I'm an oldies guy now? I think it's when you get kids. Or like, or you're around kids a lot. Like, you're consistently, like, you're driving kids. Because, like, if you're driving, like, your niece or nephew and then two years old, you're not going to bump Louisy Vert or Kodak in the car. <laughs> you're going to put – you're going to – sometimes you're going to have to listen to, like, either – Oh, why not? <laughs> childish stuff or you're going to have to listen to stuff that's not going to swear and not going to talk about fucking bitches and getting money. I'm so happy. I'm so happy the pop punk era is back because that's the stuff that I feel like I can listen to my kids with in the car someday. It's like, guys, ever heard of like Green Day? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like dads that like try to like keep up with music are like the biggest douchebags. Like, automatically avoid that guy. You do not want to be that guy. He's like, you guys, you guys ever heard of the new pop like fucking pop smoke song? Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> My dad listens to like Sticks and Rush, and like I like it that way. Like, keep doing that. I want to be the dad that like, I want to be like, you guys ever heard of like Mac Miller? Like, no, I don't think that's like right. I like that my dad like introduces me to like music from back then. I guess mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like. I don't want him to like listen to like new music and like listen to stuff that I listened to in high school because that would be like strange for me. I also think that music music comes and goes in like decades, right? Because you have like the '80s, you have the '90s, you have early 2000s pop, you have early 2000s ra- like rap and stuff. So, I think maybe and one more decade for us, and then it's over. Maybe you get what 20 good years of music in your life, and then you stop. But 20, 30, like what do you what are you thinking? Like, because it's not a new decade. Like it's just happened to be a new decade now. But like I'm like yeah, well, how many more years? Like for me, it might be yeah. We're we're a weird we're a weird generation because what we were like 96, 97 babies. So we were the end of the nineties. So it might be a little earlier than twenty thirty. So like twenty twenty six, twenty seven, kind of when you stop. I don't know. Different for everybody. You have to remember though, in ten years, so like in twenty thirty, you're gonna be what 33 yes yeah yeah you know you're gonna be pushing it at that point yeah you know? I, I wouldn't say the full decade but you know yeah you know what i'm getting at though like the the decade yeah. of music maybe it'll be earlier for us because we were in that in between of a decade birth so halfway halfway so like, like when we're when we're 28 or so what i like, remember I sorry so much, go ahead i remember getting like the a green album when i was younger and i was like dude this is I'm so comfortable listening to this, and I would just jam to it. And now it's just like, you know, like the new music now. It's just like not, it's not it. Green Day will never die, not in my heart. At what point though? So, I think I think this is a great barometer for it. 
at what time are you going to Summerfest to see this person and you don't feel weird there? There's nothing worse than when like you go um, like when I think like Ludacris was here a lot, <laughs> like a long time ago. But like you're looking around, you're like, you're 40 years old. Like I get Ludacris is like, oh, but I'm like, should you really be here at, you know, like what's going on here? At what point are you looking around? You know, like I'm not like I'm not going to go see a like I feel like I'm not a guy to go see like a I don't even know, like a Drake concert in like 20 years at Summerfest. Like I'm probably not going to go to that and be like standing in the fucking like bleachers with a 16 year old kid who just threw up because he drank for the first time. And then a guy rolling his blunt next to you. Yeah. What, like at what point do you feel uncomfortable there? I think that's my, I think that's a, a great gauge for, for like when you're like, when people are looking at you and you're like, they think it's weird that I'm here. You got to stop. You got to call it quits or at least do it in private. Like have some decency. I mean, I, I think like, one more. like, like the guys at the ludicrous concert that I saw when I went to high school, like the old dudes are like the biggest grease balls. Like, what are you guys doing? It's so weird. So whenever you look down at yourself, you're like, I'm that guy. It's time to stop. It's kind of like, you got to like self-check yourself on that. Like, this is like the biggest grease ball and like an eagle, like a random like Eagles jersey. I remember he's like sitting behind me, like not like dancing, like clearly overweight, just kind of like head bobbing. You're like, if you look down and you're that guy, it's time to stop. That's when you got to, you just got to kind of self-check yourself. <laughs> I also think like the older you get, like, you're not really going to Summerfest. Like you may go right. once to see a one band. Well, like Summerfest is country rap and EDM, basically. Now, or you're going during the day for the food. It's like State Fair. Well, I think. Yeah. I think another thing here is: at what point is State Fair bigger than Summerfest? State That's Fair at the sweet. same time. You know? I already think State Fair is better than Summerfest. I don't. I haven't gone to Summerfest in a couple of years. Has been in here a couple of years, but yeah. well, let's should we go Super Bowl here? Hop on Super Bowl. Sure, I'd love to get into it. Uh, you don't you don't make money betting against Tom Brady, but I'm betting against Tom Brady because Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. Chiefs are a better team. They have a better coach. Chiefs win. I want to hear Jack. Jack, yeah, yeah. I think the Chiefs will win too. Um, I mean, the Packers. I I really don't know how I feel about the Packers. I don't know if they were like a good team with some flaws or a great team. Um, that would kind of like if I think that the Packers were a great team, I think the Bucks would win. If I think the Packers are a good team, the Chiefs will definitely win. Um, I don't know. I think the Packers got exposed. I think um, Tom Brady throws three picks against a shitty defense. I think. You know, going into it, I think the Chiefs will win. Um, Mahomes will have a good day. I don't know how many injuries the Buccaneers have left because they lost. I don't know if Winfield's back, but he's a stud. Um, Chiefs win. I think it'll be close because the Chiefs, Chiefs defense is not that good, but I think the Chiefs defense is better than the Packers. So I think Chiefs win maybe by 10. And. I'm going Buccaneers because I'm truly convinced that Tom Brady laces up his cleats to ruin my life. So I think that I'll pick him, and if he loses, then I'll take credit for the reverse jinx. But if he wins, then I'll just be in the same spot 
I've been in for the last 15 years of my life. So Buccaneers by 10 as well. 10? Yep. Fuck up. Don't care. <laughs> Buccaneers by 10. <laughs> I'm so over it. <laughs> Just, I don't, whatever. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? Well, I like, I'll take, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a super close game. Everybody thinks that the Chiefs are just going to like run them out of the building and they like, they very well might, but I have no statistics behind this. I would like to believe that Tom Brady off a bye is just as good as Andy Reid off a bye. Like Tom Brady getting a long time to look at that defense is not great for the Chiefs. The Chiefs are probably going to expose the Bucks just because they have a ton of talent. But like I, I'm not gonna bet. You know what? I will. I will take the Bucks because I'm just not. I'm just not gonna bet against Tom Brady until this is this is the defining moment of will I continue to be on the Tom Brady wagon that he's the best quarterback in the league. If Mahomes beats him, that's like there will be a passing of the torch to the next generation, and it's and it's Patrick Mahomes' time to shine. But for now, I will take the Bucks. Give me, give me the Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Until I am proven wrong, I I may I create I did a sin, and picked against Tom Brady, in a in a, a championship game, and that was wrong of me. I will I will choose Tom Brady. The Chiefs Buccaneers played already week eleven. And so the, the Chiefs won 27-24. I'm just giving you stats here. So it was in, in Tampa Bay. Mahomes threw for 462 yards. Ready for 345. So both defenses aren't great. I'm not saying, I'm saying the score means anything because it doesn't. Um, Tyreek Hill had 270 yards receiving. And three touchdowns. I think he's going to be a big problem. Gronk had 100, 107. So like it's going to be a good game. When, when is the point when, you know, I've said for numerous years that Jesus Christ is the best thing we've seen since our Lord and Savior or uh, Aaron Rodgers is, but they're like, <laughs> when's the point when we can say Patrick Mahomes is better than Aaron Rodgers? I'm ready for it. I it love is. him. I'm, right I'm now, ready. I'm ready for if it. If they too. win, it's, if they win, it's, it's over. Like Aaron yeah, Rodgers, if, if the Chiefs win, Aaron Rodgers' career is over. His mm-hmm. possibility of people dick riding him is gone. He can kiss Stephen A. goodbye right on the lips, just like Tom Brady does. But he it's 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 over it's over for him. You can because you can argue that Tom Brady's better by every single statistical category in football. But Patrick Mahomes getting two Super Bowls right away already puts him over Rodgers right there, and he will eventually eclipse him in passing touchdowns and yards. So it's going to – like, if you're a Packers fan, you should really be rooting for Tom Brady, as terrible as it sounds. Like, like Aaron Rodgers is done. Like, Patrick Mahomes is now above him, and once – like, there's, there's, no com- there's no coming back because the Packers are not in any shape to win another Super Bowl – like anytime soon, unless they make some moves. So I, 
I wholeheartedly agree with you. That, that's why the, his first few years, I wasn't really on the Mahomes train, even though I, I acknowledge he was good, obviously. But I just was really nervous that he would, in three years, catch the entire career of Aaron Rodgers, and I that would not sit well with me. But now, after what I after the Buccaneers game, I'm just like, you know what, Matt, you know what, Patrick, just be the best thing I ever seen in my life. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, Mahomes, I'm is on his just train too now. Good. He's too good. He is, I mean, he's a phenom. Crazy stat. Crazy stat I saw today. There's two players in NFL history that have won three MVPs but have only won one Super Bowl trophy. Anyone want to take a guess who they were? Is it just Rodgers? Favre? Players. Favre and Rodgers. If Rodgers wins this year, they'll be the only oh two quarterbacks God. in NFL history to have won three MVPs but only won some Fuck us, six right? MVP seasons, six MVP seasons, and you win two Super Bowls out of those. Shitty. Thanks. That would be a very it. tough look. Yeah, it is terrible. Okay, but like, Aaron. Yep, Aaron. We're gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers. Is like Aaron Rodgers has terrible defenses. Aaron Rodgers is this amazing talent. You know, I agree. He has had bad defenses, and he has been incredible in the regular season. But you get into these like NFC Championship games, Aaron Rodgers has not played that well. You, you know, instead of working today, this is what I did. I pulled up the averages from all of his games. He has an average passing yards of 276. He's averaging 2.2 touchdowns, 1.4 interceptions, and a, a rating of 80.32. And they average scoring 22 points in NFC Championship games. That is not good. Tom Brady, on the other hand, in Super Bowls, throws for over 300 yards, two touchdowns, under one pick, with a 94 passer rating, scoring 24, averaging 24 points. There's no point where, like, the the case of Rodgers is not good in the clutch is very relevant, and it's, like, there's no way of getting around it. Mahomes, on the other hand, kills it. He's His, his stats are just as good as Brady's, like, there's a it's time to say Aaron Rodgers has not lived up to his potential is it partly because the Packers yes is it partly because of him like it's time for people in Green Bay to swallow the hard pill of Aaron Rodgers has not produced in the biggest moments we had two turnovers go we go uh three and out both times you know you have to think maybe that's a little bit of momentum Packers two turnovers 14 no, points but, for the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. That's just when, – when's the point in Green Bay where I can have a safe space to say this is not what I thought – this is not what I deserve from seeing Aaron Rodgers. Like, I get it. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for five touchdowns against the Lions in week six. I, you know, like, who cares? Matt Flynn could do that. There's a point where Rodgers gets into an NFC championship game and he did like he just doesn't he just doesn't produce. Granted, does have a t- <clears throat> granted we give up thirty points in those games, but we went to like we don't win those games anyway. Like you can't win many games giving up thirty points, but we also score like not like we don't average a lot of points. And the one NS championship game we won wasn't like fourteen to ten or something like that. It was it was a defense touchdown too. Like he had one touchdown. Like it was just. 
Yep. I saw a list today that he does have a they ranked him as a top five Super Bowl performance ever, I guess. His Super Bowl was insane. He threw for 300 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. That game to get to the Super Bowl, he not so good. We won 21 to 14, and he had a passer rating of 55. Yeah. And Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler quit on the team too. I think they had like their third string, like their second string also got hurt or something like that. That's true. I don't know why he's so bad in NFC championship games. Maybe he's like too complacent. He's too much of like a like a chill, like California type of guy. I don't know. I like the Tom Brady fire. I do respect him. Yeah, I would agree. I'm just I'm just ready for it. I'm ready to move on. And when Patrick Mahomes wins, like when Patrick Mahomes wins, I don't want to see all of Packers Twitter being upset when they now put him above Aaron Rodgers. And they're going to be like, like, look at this all-time stats. Like, Mahomes hasn't proved anything. Or it's like, well, what has Rodgers proved all-time compared to Brady? Nothing. So, like, the argument is just going to go right out the window. And it's, 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 a, it's a dark day to be a Packers fan if Mahomes wins. You got to, you know, you got to think about the future. Do you trade him? You don't trade him on purpose, but if somebody comes to you, and gives you just a ridiculous package. You have to. You have to think about it. You have to. I agree. I think I'm starting to think like, yeah. Now you you look at that package, especially if you get the number one this year or Watson, you do it 100. Yeah, Watson would be because then you, you you might not be a contender right away, but you you set yourself up for the next 10 years, which you're not really going to do with lo- with love, to be honest. I don't think he sets you up like Trevor or Watson will, obviously. Wonder what they think about love because they haven't even suited him, you know. That should tell you enough. Like, I yeah, that's not good. The backup, your first round pick, Tim Boyle. He's like his college stats are like 22 touchdowns and 23 interceptions. How are the fuck are you in the NFL, first of all? (laughs) And how is NFL, (laughs) how is Jordan Love not the backup? I want you know, it's still concerning, but I, I mean, I. He has all the intangibles to be good. I know why they drafted him. I get it. He's never sold out for Aaron Rodgers. Never, you know, went all in for him. I feel, I mean, I feel bad. I hope he wins. If he doesn't win one here, I want to see him win another one because he should have two. He'll have to go somewhere really good or the Packers will have to go all in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of even like the, like the 49ers would be perfect for him. That's where he wanted to go right away hometown so right right it'd be like it'd be like tom going to the bucks where you have everything set up but a quarterback yeah exactly well jack we appreciate you coming on again love the insights love the intro yeah no problem love being here hope i get another 10 day uh, you will you will soon uh <laughs> Uh, watch us on Spar. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on Spotify, App Music, Good Pods. Go on Twitter. Follow us. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Answer our polls. We appreciate you guys listening. Thank you guys.